Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and today we are going to continue with series two, episode 74 uh, of this podcast, continuing with Jacob chapters one to four, covering March 9th to March 15th. Today we are concentrating our study on Jacob chapter four, verses eight to 18. I can avoid spiritual blindness by focusing on the Savior. So this uh, section begins where we left off really yesterday. Uh, it, it involves the discussions that we had about searching the mysteries of God uh, and how we can know these mysteries through the Holy Ghost and not and not also to, uh, you know, trust, oh, not trust, uh, not counsel the Lord uh, in, our, in his doings, but rather let him counsel us in wisdom and in justice and in mercy. Um, and then we move into verse 12. Now, Jacob teaches powerfully about the simplicity and the and the blessing of the atonement of Jesus Christ. And then in verse 12, he says, And now, behold, marvel not that I tell you these things, for why not speak of the atonement of Christ and attain to a perfect knowledge of him, as to attain to the knowledge of our resurrection and the world to come? So Jacob is saying, well, we should be studying the Savior. We should be stu studying Christ's atonement for us. That should be the focus of what we are, you know, studying so that we can truly come to know him better and uh, receive the blessings of knowing him. Um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this, quote, Jacob came by his fascination with the atonement rightly, beginning with his father Lehi's blessing recorded in 2 Nephi 2. Jacob was in his youth introduced to the grand concepts of the creation of Adam and Eve, the role of moral agency, and, and inevitably of, of, of opposition in all things. The design and purpose of the fall the consequence of transgression, the immutability of the law, the demands of justice, the gift of mercy and grace, the need for mortality in children, the purpose of probation, and through it all, the joy of redemption, close quote. When Elder Holland there lists all the things that Jacob was taught by Lehi in his early childhood or youth, it comes as no surprise that as an adult, Jacob fully sees the purpose and necessity of the atonement, that he understands why we should be studying this and this should be the forefront of our minds. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, this kind of leads on from our discussion from yesterday about being reconciled to God through the atonement of Christ. But Jacob's understanding of just how vital this is uh, helps us to understand why we should be studying it. In verse 13, he says, Behold, my brethren, he that prophesieth, let him prophesy to the understanding of men, for the Spirit speaketh the truth and lieth not. Wherefore, it speaketh of things as they really are, and of things as they really will be. Wherefore, these things are manifested unto us plainly for the salvation of our souls. But behold, we are not witnesses alone in these things, for God also spake them unto prophets of old. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, this is, uh, again, talking about how the Spirit will reveal the truth of things to us as we study them in righteousness. Um, in a talk called Worthy of Our Promised Blessings in October 2015, Linda S. Reeves uh, said this, quote, Many in today's world are looking for instant gratification and instant knowledge on the internet. In contrast, we will be exceedingly blessed if we exercise faith and patience and go to our Heavenly Father, the source of all truth, with our concerns. So many answers and assurances can come through daily searching and studying the scriptures and with sincere and pleading prayer, but there are no such promises on the internet. The prophet Jacob testifies, for the spirit speaketh the truth and lieth not. Wherefore, it speaketh of things as they really are and of things as they really will be, close quote. This is all leading up to what Jacob says next in, a, in verse 14, that 
it's important that we study the gospel. It's important that we study, you know, the um, the teachings that are found in the scriptures. But we need to not get caught up or hung up on things which are, as he explains it, looking beyond the mark. Um, <coughs> Sister Reeves, what she was saying there, it, it means that we can find out the truths, the simple truths of the gospel through the Holy Ghost. But uh, Jacob, in chapter 4, verse 14, warns us against the following. But behold, the Jews were a stiff-necked people, and they despised the words of plainness, and killed the prophets, and sought for things that they could not understand. Wherefore, because of their blindness, which blindness came by looking beyond the mark, they must needs fall. For God hath taken away his plainness from them, and delivered unto them many things which they cannot understand, because they desired it. And because they desired it, God hath done it, that they may stumble." Now this uh, is, you know, it's a verse which I think we all need to take heed of. It's a verse that um, <clears throat> I need to remind myself often. Like, I, I, as many of you know, I mean, I'm doing this podcast and I and I lead the Facebook group, so it's quite clear that I love studying the gospel um, and sharing it with others and and teaching it to others and you know just being able to do that. But obviously, with that comes the the obvious draw of studying things which may be looking beyond the mark. Um, and so that's why it's important to always bring it back to the Savior and what that teaches us and how it can apply to our lives. Um, Elder Quentin L. Cook uh, said this, quote, Today there is a tendency among some of us to look beyond the mark rather than to maintain a testimony of gospel basics. We do this when we substitute the philosophies of men for gospel truths, engage in gospel extremism, seek heroic gestures at the expense of daily consecration, or elevate rules over doctrine. Avoiding these behaviours will help us avoid the theological blindness and stumbling that Jacob described, close quote. I guess the challenge that we have is that we don't know when we are going to be <coughs> ensnared by this trap of looking beyond the mark. And this is obviously, again, <coughs> one of the ingenious, let's, let's be fair, ingenious uh, tools of Satan, that yes, we're studying things of the gospel, but things which draw us away from the Savior, which is obviously his ultimate plan, to draw us away from the Savior and to take away our agency, uh, which comes with following the Savior and the, the lights that he brings to us. Um, so it is a very fine balancing act, which we need to maintain, even when studying the gospel. Um, in 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3, um, it says, But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. You know, I love that because Paul is teaching the same principle there. There is simplicity in Christ. The joy that you feel from the Holy Spirit as you testify and read of his atonement is what it's all about. And all the other things which are important also should also point toward him. If they do not point toward him, whatever it is, whatever principle it is in the church, then it is really not what we should be focusing on. Now, obviously, if you you know point out any principle of, that's taught in the church, then we can always bring it back to the Savior. But once we start to lead it away from that, um, then we are starting to lead ourselves away from the Savior. I think particularly in today's world, as we uh, receive the news um a couple of days ago or a day and a half ago about uh, the church uh, discontinuing all sacrament meetings and all you know gatherings of saints until further notice due to the uh, due to the coronavirus and covid covid-19 disease that is caused by it um there is obviously a great not excitement but a great um fascination as to wh where this will play out 
Uh, and obviously there are parts of the world that aren't as affected at all. And there are parts that are worse affected than where, where I am uh, based in the UK. Uh, and I think that this is one of those times where we need to consider uh, remembering just the key doctrines, the principles of the gospel and apply them into what, what we need to do now. Uh, and that is do what the saviour would, make sure that all are cared for, that all receive not just the physical nourishment, because whilst that will be important, but also receive the spiritual nourish nourishment that they require as well. This is why we have ministering families. We've been, you know, and <clears throat> I mean, I've, <laughs> I've heard a few comments from others say that, um, you know, is it a coincidence that we've had such a focus on home church, um, home-centered, church-supported uh, teaching, and then literally over a year and a bit later, this, you know, um, pandemic happens. Perhaps, perhaps it is a coincidence, perhaps not. Um, I don't think it's right for us to speculate or discuss or try and second-guess why things have been decided in such a way. But what I do know is that <clears throat> we have the home-centered church-supported, the, the Lord has blessed us with this great blessing and opportunity, and now we have a situation where it will be more and more evidence if we do this right that it is such a great blessing but the focus should be now in the here and now how do we support those that do not have the the home structure and home support and community and connections that that some of us are blessed to have uh, and so that's why our ministering families will need to be uh, taken care of uh, and so this looking beyond the mark can then lead us away to focus on who rather than discussing the things of what's going to happen next um, you know, in, or in the future, it should be, you know, is my family okay? I need to contact them now uh, and, you know, extend the, 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 the blessings of the atonement of our Saviour to them through the sacraments. So, yeah, just some thoughts there. I mean, it's, it's obviously a topic that's on everyone's mind. And if I didn't, you know, if it wasn't on my mind, it would be a bit odd. But yeah, uh, I just find it interesting that we're studying this principle in relation to what's just happened recently. Uh, so, I hope you've been enjoying the study. I'd love to hear from you, as always, uh, if you have done so. Um, please share anything you've been studying at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com or join the Facebook group, Come, um, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Um, especially now, as obviously we, we are not going to be having uh, Sunday services. I know that uh, leaders in, in my ward and stake are considering how we can extend um, spiritual nourishment to to other people. Well, I can't offer perfect um, spiritual nourishment or continue it. Well, there's going to be something every day. But you know, if you are thinking, what can you do to continue your discussions for Come Follow Me? Join the Facebook group as a, as a start, and then you know, connect uh, virtually with members of your own unit as well. Um, you know, we will get through this. We'll continue to be spiritually uplifted, and we will do so by the power of the Spirit teaching us. Thank you very much for listening, and until we meet again.